0: Welcome to the last day of 2020, and what a year it has been. This has been a year like no other year I've seen in my lifetime. And frankly, I'm grateful that it's ending. We've had a year of some ups and some downs, but mostly downs. We've had some laughter. We've had some pain. We've had some tragedy. We've had some triumph. We've had just a little bit of everything this year. And right now, I'm choosing to look at the year as a half full year. When I think of half full, I think about gratitude. And to me, gratitude is more than thankfulness. It's being willing to show appreciation and return the kindness. It's the second part that lets you know it's really gratitude. But for some people, the year was half empty. They spent the year complaining and griping and waiting for it to end and didn't do anything useful. I wanna give you an example of something that happened recently to me. I was doing a Silver Sneakers classic fitness class on their app. Now, for all of you who don't know, Silver Sneakers comes as a part of my insurance plan for being on Medicare, which means that I am over the age of 65. Well, since COVID, Silver Sneakers just doesn't expect you to go to the gym to do workouts. It has given lots of free workouts that you can do right at home. You can pick and choose from sometimes four to five different workouts in one day. So one day, I picked a workout to work on, and it was actually a really good workout. As I began to work out, I noticed that the teacher kept apologizing because the light at the window behind her was bright. Well, I was trying to think, why apologize? I didn't even notice the light was bright half the time. I was so busy trying to get my sweat on. Well, anyway, at the end of the workout, which I thought was really good because I liked the way she paced us and gave us options for doing it in a way we can understand, I decided to type a thank you in the chat box since it was on Zoom. Well, when I looked at some of the comments, I was horrified. It seems like too many people spent the entire class complaining about the brightness and the light in the window. They said all kinds of hurtful things, like she's a professional. She should have known what room she was going to be in. She should cover the window. Well, the girl had already explained that she couldn't cover the window because she did not have curtains for that window, and suggested that we place a post-it note on top of our computer screen if the light was bothering us. I never even noticed the night light until I saw her, until she said something. Well, anyway, some of the comments were hurtful, some were insulting. One woman wrote a chat that was at least three inches long, railing on about the window and the professionalism and how she hated it, how she'd never taken another class, on and on and on and on. And I'm like, wow what is wrong with the person that can't accept a free class with the slight inconvenience and see the good in it? And that made me realize that a lot of us do the same thing. Yes, I'll admit I've complained a lot during this time. Well, I guess I complain a lot anytime, but that's another story. But I've tried to balance my complaints with some compliments and with some gratitude. You see, I realize that we are living in unprecedented times. The level of service that we're used to receiving, the level of care that we're used to getting, the level of even the freedom to do what we want to do and for our families to do what we want to do is so different now. And it's no one's fault. Everyone is trying to do the same thing. I remember a couple of weeks ago when I posted something about my daughter being one of the finalists for teacher of the year in the county that she works in. And I was looking at the county post and someone had posted on the county post that the teacher should be ashamed to post anything because the schools were horrible and the kids were failing and they're not even going to school and they just went on their rant. And I just looked at it with pity because I'm like, You can't support someone who's trying to do a good job. Yes, there's a whole lot wrong going on now. And yes, you ask 10 different people, they'll give you 10 different opinions about everything from politics to church to opening stores to wearing a mask to the schools. And to be absolutely honest, all of us are just trying to do, or rather most of us are just trying to do the right thing. We are literally flying by the seat of our pants and we've been doing so for nine months. And I think it's amazing that we have come as far as we have. Businesses have pivoted and changed of what they were doing. Schools are run differently. Churches are run differently. Even going to the gym is a new experience. Everyone is trying to keep it at half full. So, How do we keep it half full when we go into 2021? You see, first thing, too many of us seem to think of 2021 as the magic bullet, that magic time that all will be well in the world. Well, I hate to tell you this, but this isn't Cinderella. At the stroke of midnight, our pumpkin does not turn into a carriage. Nope, not at all we'll still be living in the pumpkin. So the best thing we can do is to go into it with an attitude of gratefulness and an attitude of being half full. So how do we be half full? Well, first, we have to choose to do so. We have to choose to see the goodness and the light and the love and the positivity in everything that we see. Now, that is pretty hard right about now. But we can do it. We can do it if we try. First thing we need to do is we need to stop and think of what we're doing. When something gets to us and we're ready to complain, think about it like this. How is why is it affecting me so severely? Is that really the problem? Or is the problem something totally else? Sometimes we find ourselves being frustrated in one area and taking it out on someone else. It's like the old story about the man that goes to work and his boss fusses at him. So the man comes home and fusses at his wife. His wife fusses at his kid and his kid kicks the dog. It never was about the dog being kicked. It was about being fussed at. So we need to stop and look at it. We need to evaluate our own response. Is my response actually reasonable for this? For a light being in a window for a 45-minute online class that literally no one is forcing you to take, you don't have to pay for, and if the light is bothering you that much, get out of the class. Just simply get out of it. Stop and find another class. But to go through that kind of effort just to complain, that's not the sign of a very healthy response. Next, we need to ask ourselves, is what we are complaining about really that important? Yes, it might matter to us right now, but will it matter to us an hour from now or tomorrow? or next week or next month or five years from now. I have found out that most of my so-called in parentheses crises, close parentheses, are really things that only matter for the next 24 hours or less. So I should give them that level of attention and not give it the level of attention that's something that's gonna affect me for the next five years. We also have to choose to acknowledge the viewpoint of another person. That is a real tough one right now in this political season. You know, I really thought that by the end of this year, we would have finished talking about politics because everything would have been settled. We'd have had the president, everybody would have been elected and that would have been the end of that. But no, it just, Politics is the gift that keeps on giving long after you want to return it. So we need to remind ourselves that everybody has a different viewpoint, a different perspective. And that perspective is based upon our knowledge, our willingness to learn, and our personal experiences. And another side note, everyone's personal experiences are valid. How you feel about a topic, what you went through, is just as valid as what I went through. So that means if we have two different experiences and perspectives, I need to respect your perspective. I can disagree with your perspective without name calling, without telling you that you didn't feel or see or hear or go through that, or without trying to change your perspective. We only have one perspective we can control, and that's our own. And then next step is to come to an internal agreement. Sometimes you just got to agree to disagree. Now, sometimes you can say it out loud. Other times you just got to say it to yourself. Just check yourself and like, okay, I'm not going to get anywhere with this. I'm just going to let it go because it doesn't hurt me to let it go. It might hurt me emotionally to continue to argue the point. It could hurt the other person if I resorted to name calling and degradation. So just letting it go, no harm, no foul. So anyway, this is what I'm gonna try to do for 2021. A few years ago, I heard someone say that we should never really do resolutions for the new year, mainly because nobody really keeps them. And this year kind of proved to us that resolutions can, plans or anything else can go out of the window very quickly. So this year for the year 2021, I am using a word of the year. And this word is a theme word that reminds me to stay focused. And that word is intentional. I want to be intentional in everything I do. I want to eat with intentionality, being mindful of my diet. I wanna exercise with intentionality. I want to intentionally contact people that I don't usually speak with often. I want to intentionally improve just me and no one else. That's my word for the year. So, We are in the final few hours of 2020. 2021 is on the horizon. And I really believe that for most of 2021, it's gonna probably look a lot like 2020. But one thing we can do differently is we can change our attitude about it. We can realize that there is a light at the end of the tunnel that if we all stick together and try to be agreeable and try to do what we need to do collectively as a family as a community as a nation and as a world that we're going to get out of this no all of us won't make it there will be some that have not and will not but we need to live with the intentionality that we will and that with God's help, we can get through anything. So in a few hours, I'll be celebrating Watch Night. Now, for those of you that don't know, Watch Night is not just New Year's Eve. It's the year, it commemorates the year back in history when the slaves stayed up till midnight, watching for freedom to come with the Emancipation Proclamation. So Watch Night has more than just a time of the year for us. There is some cultural significance. And when I think about my ancestors and think back on my ancestors, I am reminded of the strength and the perseverance they had to get through all of the struggles they had to go through. And I'm thinking about the fact that they had to do horrendous things that they did not want to do, and they had to do it without complaining if they wanted to live and if they wanted their families to live. So right now, for me and for many people, wearing a mask is easy because we've always had to follow the rules. It's those people that have never had to follow the rules or that felt themselves above the rules based on their own level of privilege that are struggling. So when you refuse to do something as simple as wearing a mask or something as sensible as social distancing, check your privilege. Because somewhere along the line, you thought or you may have thought that that rule didn't apply to you. Just a little food for thought at the end. Anyway, wishing all of you a blessed wonderful and safe and happy new year, and wishing that we remain safe, we remain focused on our goals, and practice some gratitude instead of complaining. So much to be thankful for. Just the fact that here it is, December 31, 2020, we're still here that's one good reason to be grateful. Okay, that's it for now. Talk to you next year. Bye.